Hope Over Hype is a podcast that shares the stories of ordinary people who are serving an extraordinary God. I hope you're in a place where you can dance because it is about to get hype. Welcome to Hope Over Hype. We are starting a new series today with couples, which I'm really excited about. And I'm here with my friends Heath and Jill Green. Hey, we're glad to be here. I have known of Heath and Jill for a while, but we just recently started to interact and hang out, which has been a really fun process. And um, I really wanted them to be on Hope Over Hype. And then after I hung out with them about a month ago, I was sure that I wanted them to be on here because I told them this in our first conversation that I see them as best friends and they love the Lord and love people really well. And I see them even from a distance choosing hope. And so I'm really excited for you to hear their story today. So we'll just go ahead and get started. And we all tell me how you met. So we met at Gardner Webb Mm -hmm. um, and we like knew of each other for a while, but then we got to really know each other in a Bible study that we were both in. Um, but Gardner Webb is, I I was coaching lacrosse and he was working in athletics. So that's kind of where it all started. Yeah. Love that. What do y'all both do for a living? So I work out at the Tryon International Equestrian Center. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do community partnerships and advertising and Heath. (laughs) (laughs) I, I work at Hope Community Church in Shelby and I'm the director of financial operations. So do all things money and just yeah not preaching yeah yeah so that's good love that (laughs) yeah so what is something life-giving that y'all do either separately or together what's a favorite date night spot for y'all um so recently well recently to me not so recently recently to Heath um due to quarantine we have picked up golf yeah since that was one of the only things we can do which is so fun Mm -hmm. it makes me so mad but also it just brings you back for a little bit more. Yeah. And so we, I would say we played, played a fair amount of golf. Yeah, it was life-giving until Jill started playing. And she was <laughs> kind of just as good as I was. Yeah. <laughs> took some fun out of it. But no, it's, it's good. We've enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah. Do y'all have a favorite date spot that you like to go to, favorite place to eat? Um, We like to try new places. Mm-hmm. And we like to kind of like explore that. I would say Webb's Custom Kitchen yeah. is a favorite. So if we're looking for a spot um, and we don't know where we want to go, that's a good one. But we like... You got to save for it. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not an everyday kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we will just jump right in and I just want y'all to talk through your story, your relationship, your marriage, and how you have seen Jesus through that. All right. Well, to preface... It will kind of go through the timeline of when we started dating and, mm-hmm. and then to today. Um, and just through that process, put on everyone's radar like that the hype is marriage. Yeah. Um, like that that is the hype that we're talking about. And then the hope is obviously Jesus. Yeah. Um, but so we'll just kind of dive right in. And so walking through the timeline, it's we started dating um, in January of 2018. Um, both working at Gardner-Webb. Mm-hmm. And so we were obviously here in Shelby together and... Like Jill said, we met in the Bible study and then started dating and, you know, just, um, we had both 
had our careers and were older. Um, I think what were we 26, 27? Yeah. You know, and so mm-hmm. just kind of knew what we were looking for. And mm-hmm. I would say that we we both realized that the other one was fun. <laughs> Maybe he always knew I was fun, but I didn't know. I needed to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so so we we, we dated. Um, <clears throat> Starting then, and it was just more of a like, hey, you know, we had great times together. We spent a lot of time together, really got to know each other, and um, mm-hmm. I would say it progressed pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and so that was that. And um, so that was January. And then fast forward, um, Joe goes through a whole lacrosse season, and then school's about to start back in mm-hmm. August. Um, and over that summer, Jill had kind of been with some interviews off and on with lacrosse jobs. And um, I was like, all right, she didn't get them. She didn't get them. She's going to be back here at Gardner Webb. And then literally the week before school's supposed to start, she gets a phone call from a coaching friend of hers who's the head coach at Mercer and um, asked her to come and interview. And Joe goes down there the weekend, I think literally before school started. Yeah, worst possible time yeah, ever. And, um, yeah. She took it. <laughs> and and uh, for those that don't know, Mercer's in Macon, Georgia. It's about a five-hour drive from, from Shelby. But yeah. um, Jill ends up taking that job and, and moves down there. And um, We decided to do the long distance thing. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. <laughs> I told Emma um, when we were talking about this, I – wasn't sure if we were going to break up because I knew I wanted to do the distance and I pretty sure Heath would do it, but there was like that risk. Yeah. And so it was, it was a little stressful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Jill moves down there, um, kind of tail end of August and whatnot. And so then trying to figure out how we're going to figure that out, Mm -hmm. um, being long distance and whatnot, because we went from seeing each other probably literally every day to now, you know, Maybe every couple of weeks, once a month, yeah. maybe once every couple months, yeah. especially when season started. Um, but luckily it was in the fall. So um, fast forward a couple months and uh, we've been dating, I think, 10-ish or so months and we get engaged mm-hmm. um, and that was great. Um, I think I surprised you. You did I, surprise I, yeah, me. So I was, yep, I was surprised. So Highly was, recommend being surprised. Yeah, I love, love surprises. surprises. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we settled on a date pretty quick because um, her old or her middle brother, um, Jill's the oldest of three. Um, her middle brother was supposed to be getting deployed. He's in the Navy okay. um, and he's deployed right now. Yeah. Um, and so we want to kind of we want to make sure he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that landed <clears throat> us on a May wedding. Um, so six months to plan yeah. and whatnot um, while she's, geez, what are you like at that point, 13, 14 hours from home, we're going to get married in Pennsylvania, which is home for her. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Um, so then we're not together trying to plan a wedding. Her yeah. and her mom aren't together trying to plan a wedding. Yeah. Um, so all those fun details took place over six months. Also, while she then starts in season um, coaching. Oh, wow. Um, also, we don't know where we're going to live. Yeah. Like, I am loving my job Mm -hmm. um and hoping it works out that we can stay in georgia um nothing's really opening up so we're just kind of like are we going to georgia are we going back to north carolina what what's going to happen yeah yeah so (laughs) spark some tough conversations um and just kind of us having to be really you know thoughtful and mindful and you know i guess really i mean it was it was up and down and, and mm-hmm. trying to figure out what we we're going to do. And we mm-hmm. really didn't really land on where we we're going to be at because I was literally working in athletics at Gardner Webb. She's coaching at, at Mercer down in Georgia. Um, five hours difference. Like you're not commuting, you're not living in the middle. Yeah. Um, and so then I think it was 
we had like a month before the wedding, which was May 24th, um, had landed on, all right, like, I'm just going to quit. I'm going to go to Georgia mm-hmm. and I'll find a job. All right. So we landed on that. And then I think literally like two, two weeks, to, maybe two yeah. a week before the wedding, uh, we address it again. We're like, actually, no, maybe <laughs> you're going to quit and, yeah. and come to, uh, come back to Shelby. And so, um, that's in ultimately where we landed. Yeah. Um, and so, and that was, I mean, that was hard, like figuring out what we were going to do and why, like, you know, I had just left yeah. this area to go down there and it, it seemed like it was going to work out mm-hmm. for that. And it wasn't. Um, and so that was, that was one of those things where it, it was best. We came to the conclusion we both, both felt like a piece of coming back here, but yeah. I mean, like we had an established community. We yeah. knew obviously Hope Community Church and the church friends and family that we had. Oh, yeah. Um, my family's an hour from here, so, like, we had actual family mm-hmm. close. Yeah, yeah. And, like, down there, it would literally just been us two. Yeah. Um, and so, like, <laughs> it kind of made more sense while not making sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's what we landed on. And so then fast forward, we have a wedding. Like, you know, you spend six months, actually spend your whole life thinking about it. You know, you meet the girl, and you're like, all right, well, here's a ring. Like, all right, let's get married. You know, yeah. like, a guy's ready to get over with. Like, I didn't care about the plans <laughs> yeah. and, and whatnot. But... You know, so we had a great party. Yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. And, and it was it was great. We got married up in Pennsylvania, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're coming back to Shelby. Yeah. And um, we go on a honeymoon to Jamaica. Um, a, a great week. It was phenomenal. And um, literally, we come back June 1st. Um, and you think like, oh, you get married like... This is going to be great. Like, yeah. we were doing the distance. It doesn't get harder. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the hardest stuff is behind us. Yeah, like, we're back together. together we know yeah. where we're going to be yeah. at. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, we have each other. Yay. And so so then we come back. And uh, literally, the day we fly back into to Philly um, and drive back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, like, on a Sunday. I got to be at work on Monday. And um, we pull into this house that neither one of us have stayed in. But I had spent so much time trying to find, like, a rental house for us. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's infested with bugs. And so... Per- and mind you, like, he had moved his stuff from where he was living in. Mm-hmm. On my way home for the wedding, I dropped all my stuff there and kept on going. Yeah. So there was nothing set up. There was, like, a couch. And, I think we had, had and like our bed, a, a bed maybe. set up. And, like, I mean, we weren't, we weren't, like, ready to live. Like, yeah. it was going to be Jill's situating the house and um sure enough like we literally go in there she's like looking at the bed and like see some stuff going on we're like oh, i mean i know i don't have bed bugs and um sure enough like it's not only there it's uh, throughout the house so welcome back you know yay hey this is what marriage is like real life and so we just you know it was chaos and whatnot so um a lot of tears mm-hmm. a lot of unsettledness from from someone. from me yeah um, that's okay you can say i, I was good until the second day that they came to like spray yeah. and there were more bugs than the first time and, and i was like identify them. yeah that was the other thing so i was like i'm out yeah. like we got to figure this out i can't do this yeah. so we were going back and forth to mom and dad's which is an hour away mm-hmm. um like every night we didn't even stay in this house um, because they were out of town on vacation and, right um, yeah we so, didn't so like we were driving back and forth each day yeah. um and jill was trying to figure out that house situation to the point to where i was like hey you know we'll try and get our money back but we gotta go find somewhere else to live mm-hmm. Jill had some friends who had a rental home, happened to be open. She called them, and, like, we literally moved in on the third day that we were back. And um, I think we moved our stuff that day, and literally the next morning, like, I took Jill to the airport to go recruit for Mercer because she was able, during that time, to work kind of remotely. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
with coaching, she was going to recruit for like a two weeks. So first four days back, in and out of the house, <laughs> like don't actually even sleep yeah. in, in, in the house that we thought we were going to be in, end up moving to another house. The next morning I dropped you off at the airport and like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go set up this new house that we haven't even stayed in <laughs> again. Yeah, see you in two weeks. Um, yeah. So, so that was that, which was what it was. And so um, we ended up getting settled. I mean, Jill comes back, you know, mid, mid-June and mm-hmm. then it's um, kind of what had transpired during that time is that um, her coach was trying to find an opportunity for me down in Georgia just mm-hmm. To try and keep Jill because she wanted Jill to stay on there yeah, so no, much. She yeah. was really great in letting me stay and work through. We had team camp and um, at the end of June, um, and she was like, okay, till the end of June, beginning of July, I can keep you on. Let's try and make it work. Yeah. So that was nice that I was able to work from North Carolina and still recruit and do, mm-hmm. do that during that time. But then, obviously, that date hit, and... There wasn't a job in, yeah. in, in Georgia for me, and yeah. so therefore it was like officially Jill cutting ties right after that camp with Mercer and coming back here literally unemployed. Yeah. Um, so mark that, July, Jill's unemployed, um, and like we said, we had this community here, we had family here, we had these people here yeah. like, no no problem, you know, Jill's yeah. totally going to get a job, probably has can pick from anything she wants. Yeah. Sure enough, like we fast forward four or five months and like she can't get a job, and and now people were helping her, and she had some mm-hmm. opportunities. Um, just nothing just, was really working out. Just, <laughs> you know, not, not, not to f- feel what she needed um, yeah. in, a, in a job. And so um, not only that, during that time, I actually quit at Gardner-Webb to mm-hmm. go start a new job at Hope Community Church. And, um, you know, just continuing to add something new and different yeah. into our first two, three months of marriage. Yeah. Um, and so started that it was new it's been great Mm -hmm. um but like as with anything a new job is always challenging and presents different just it's different Mm -hmm. um and whatnot so not only that just i think literally the day after i started that new job um with the church jill gets a phone call from her friends who own the house that we're now in Mm -hmm. renting and um you can tell this one yeah they were like (laughs) they called and Heath had like just gotten home from work mm-hmm. and they were like, Hey, um, so not to spring this on you, but we decided we're going to sell the house. <laughs> and on top of that, we want it sold by the beginning of September. So you have like a month to figure it mm-hmm. out. So I was like, at that point I was like, we're moving again and there's more yeah. change. Like, I yeah. mean, marriage is enough of an adjustment, oh, yeah. let alone new jobs multiple moves, yeah, all this stuff. So I just remember I like came in the kitchen. I just started crying. Cause I'm like, I don't know. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like what? Nothing. Every time we felt like our feet were a little settled, we just kind of found ourselves in a situation that wasn't. Yeah. Um, now thankfully, uh, the way some of the different stuff had to go with the house, mm-hmm. we ended up being able to stay, um, till, the end of November, yeah. which was huge. That oh, was yeah. really a blessing. <laughs> yeah, so like even during that time, like we're, we're looking to potentially buy homes, like we're looking at multiple homes a week mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. And we actually got under contract on two different homes um, and just, you know, inspection would come back, something wasn't right, so that mm-hmm. would change. Um, and then we got to a place to where we were just so unsettled um, that 
Jill was like, can we just get an apartment so we know we have a 12-month lease? And, um, something yeah. different. So, I was and like, I'm like pumped. <laughs> I'm like, I've never been so excited to live in an apartment in my entire life. Yeah. And so, like, but not only that, but like even throughout all this, like Jill still hasn't been able to like get a job. Yeah. And um, so like, not only is she dealing with all of that, like personally, I'm like, like low-key depressed. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I'm coming from a, a job that is very community based mm-hmm. with the players and the coaches and very um interactive with people and I like thrive off people. So sitting yeah. in the house all day looking for something to do, yeah. also not really wanting to see people because I'm miserable, yeah. you know, was oh, like yeah. just a terrible combination. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> no that's that. That <laughs> yeah. was fun. We made it through it. Um and and whatnot. But so then um we get into November, mm-hmm. you know, and so like the house that we're in renting, like it's finally under contract. Like we know what date we have to be out. Um, and, and at that time we don't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. Like no, apart- we're on waiting lists here for apartments. Um, can't get in anything. There's not even rental homes. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously were on a contract to buy homes, but then stuff would come up and we're like, Nope. Yeah. Um, and so then literally like, I think we were calling my parents to be like, Hey, look, we're going to come live with you until we can get something. Because yeah. we talked to an apartment complex. They said, come January, we have a room. It's yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, Oh my goodness, we're going to have to go live with my parents for a month. This is going to be terrible. Or two. Um, and so sure enough, <laughs> the day before we were moving out of our home, mm-hmm. um, to go move in with mom and dad, Jill gets a phone call. Hey, there's actually a room open at the apartment complex where we're at. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come y'all look can, at it? Y'all can come look at it and yeah. move in tomorrow if, if it's what you want. We didn't even care what it looked like. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It was better than going and living with mom and dad. It was better <laughs> than Jill living with the in-laws. Um, yeah. And I'm sure, I know my parents were pumped about it too. Um, but so that's that was that situation. Yeah. That was like December 1st. And, um, or it was, end of, it was right around the end of November. And then literally that same day or the day after, I had uh, an interview out at Tryon and met with them mm-hmm. and ended up like, as we're moving into this new apartment, getting a job out there. Yeah. So it kind of like all, again... Our feet landed yeah, you felt two, good two about big it. ways. We yeah. got an apartment and Jill got a job. Yeah. Um, like a full-time job, so we're pumped. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're like, okay, we're about to hit this Christmas season. Like, we're finally getting our feet under us, you know, however many months into marriage. Yeah. Um, and it was. It was good, you mm-hmm. know. Um, we start rolling in through January, rolling through February, hit March, coronavirus stuff comes up. Yeah. And everybody's like, you know, like, what is this going to be about? This is a joke, you know. Um, which is obviously not. not. <laughs> um, Just to make that clear. Yeah. Obviously not. And um, and so then, literally, um, Jill's parents were coming down to, mm-hmm. to visit with us from Pennsylvania. Um, and the reason they were coming down is because we are going to go to the Biltmore House because both her parents and my parents had watched the Downtown Abbey show. Downton. Uh, Downton. <laughs> so I don't even know what it is. Downton Abbey. Whatever it is. <laughs> Something Abbey. Um, and so they had watched the show, watched the movies. Um, and they had so, like a whole exhibit. Yeah, they were pumped about it. And so like our parents were pumped. Jill mm. and I hadn't watched a single second of it. So mm. we're like, whatever. But I loved the Biltmore House because of what they're growing up. So yeah. like, let's go check it out. So we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the weekend that like coronavirus stuff starts shutting down. Yeah. Um, so that second weekend of March. And um, so this one on Saturday, we go, we have a great day at Biltmore with um, our parents. And then like our world gets rocked that night um, around 5 a.m. or something. I get a phone call from my mom and uh, dad had died mm-hmm. from a heart attack. Um, was perfectly fine mm-hmm. the day before. 
Um, but yeah, so like that yeah. completely, once again, threw a huge wrench oh, yeah. um, into our lives. And then, you know, we're not really even going to really talk about coronavirus, but then to magnify everything oh, yeah. with that, <clears throat> like that's still going on. But mm-hmm. so dad died on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. uh, March 15th. Um, and then we go through that, like none of us were expecting it. Praise God, Jill's parents are here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they were great to have around for, for that uh, couple days yeah. um, and whatnot. And so then fast forward, we have his funeral on Tuesday. Come to find out, we like wake up on Wednesday or Thursday morning because uh, we stayed at mom's and my sister and her husband and uh, kid was there. Mm-hmm. And um, mom's like in the bed at like 5, 6 a.m., like can't even breathe. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what the heck? And so uh, she's like, oh, I was going to wait till I, you know, the doctor's <laughs> office opened and called the doctors. Mm-hmm. My sister's like, heck no. Like, we live a mile from the hospital. We're taking you to the hospital. Yeah. We're not losing two parents in, in days. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, mom had had a heart attack. Mm. Um, and so she had had a heart attack. We ended up putting her in the hospital. Not we, but, like, we took her to the hospital. She's in the hospital yeah. um, for a couple of days. And, like, her heart was operating at, like, 20-some-odd percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so come to find out, she had had broken heart syndrome mm. uh, that caused a heart attack because she saw dad die yeah. um, a couple of days before that. And so like we're sitting here thinking, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but mom gets come home. We stayed e- for every, like two weeks. You know, everything's as okay as it can be. Yeah. Um, so we stayed there at their house for another week, week and a half, just to get mom's feet back underneath mm-hmm. her, make sure she's okay. Um, do some stuff that need to be done around the house. Um, and then Jill gets a phone call. Hey, um, with the coronavirus going on, we're going to have to lay you off mm. um, from your job that you've had for four months. And we're like, yeah, that you just got. Right. Waiting, waiting, <laughs> that I was you know? so pumped. Yeah. That we're like waiting on, you know, we waited so long for you to get a job. And now, oh. like millions of others, you're now furloughed. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Not only that, you talk about the whole unemployment process that was a train wreck. Yeah. Um, but so like that, that was, was that. And then, um, thankfully June 1st, yeah, you I got like your went, job I back. got my job yeah, back. You got your job back. And so like, that's been great. Um, but then you have coronavirus, you have us then dealing with like dad not being here and all the newness yeah. of that. And then today, like, I don't think we've had really many other, not really since hic- March, since March, yeah. but it's. Um, but that was that's one that's carried through. Yeah, like that, I would I would say daily, easier. weekly, oh, monthly. Yeah. You know, oh, like yeah. obviously some days are easier than others. But that was that was what rocked us probably Definitely the hardest, the most, yeah. hardest, Definitely and most. rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. But like, and so that you know, you talk about to March when Dad died, Mom had her heart attack. Like, we're talking ten months of marriage together, and like that's yeah. our whole first ten months, and you just heard it. Yeah, we didn't, um, we didn't even yeah didn't, didn't even get a year. year. We're like <laughs> yeah, we're like wild. I don't know what's going on with this year, but can we just get to our first anniversary so that maybe we can like have something be a little easier, yeah. like oh, a, yeah. a fresh yeah, year yeah. to start yeah. on. You oh, know, yeah. like everyone is saying, oh, 2020, 2020, Which don't get me wrong, twenty twenty has had its fair share, but like, we're like we, we're ahead of you. We're like listen. Yeah. <clears throat> Our, it's our 2019 going into 2020 has been rough. So yeah. I hear you, but and we're not saying like feel bad for us. We're like that was just one, this, you know, the, the year. Oh yeah, of our first like marriage. You know, yeah. like we're talking about that. You know, that was the hype. Yeah, um, and like so that's that's our timeline. But like today, we're able to sit here and talk to you. Yeah, and be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're not 
broken and beaten down yeah. and whatnot. Now we totally have scars. Oh, uh, yeah, we definitely probably sure. have some some bruises, but it's like literally we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that like the only way we got through all of that um, is one hundred percent because of God. Yeah. Just wrapping his arms around us and loving on us and carrying mm-hmm. us through it. Um, but like the hype was marriage, you yeah. know, like we went long distance, we got married, we're like, we're together. Yeah. Uh, Everything's you know, going to be great. It's going to be like, phenomenal. We can, we can take on anything. Yeah. And let me tell you, <laughs> we did, but it wasn't by like you know, the way well, we thought it was yeah, going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like life doesn't stop for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's the saying? You know, life's not fair. Get a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like we, we've had our, our helmets on, but, um, you know, like that's, that's where we're at. And then like mm-hmm. not even. You know, we didn't even talk about coronavirus. Like, we alluded to it, but, like, you know, we we took that in stride. But, like, it was kind of not on the forefront of of what we're doing. But, like, Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, I lost a dad. You know, like, Jill lost a father-in-law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Now we're trying to take care of mom um, just in a different way, like, to fill a need that was left when dad left. Um, Just making sure emotionally that we're both okay. Yeah. You know, and so... (laughs) <laughs> then you're having to stay in your bubble and be safe with around yeah. you. Like everything just changed overnight, yeah. you know, like instantly. And, you know, praise God, we're starting to get back to normal and life's oh, yeah. starting to be a little more in stride, but like it's different every day. Yeah. Um, but it's like that, that's our story. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we want to talk to you about hope. Yeah. Yeah. And I think going off of what Heath is saying is like, you know, the hype was getting married. Yeah. The hard stuff is behind us. And we quickly realized that wasn't the case, but um, having our hope in Jesus and knowing that that is where we find our hope. If we look back over the last year, mm-hmm. you know, praise God, he didn't get a job in Georgia. Yeah. Like, and we were, we didn't know why we were in Shelby, North Carolina again. We didn't, it didn't make sense, but we got to spend a lot of time with his dad mm-hmm. before he passed away and a lot of time with his family. And we were close, um, you know, obviously it wasn't ideal to get furloughed, but like we were able to spend a lot of time at his mom's house and helping with that. Um, and I think every time we look back, we see like the goodness of God, even in the struggle and even in the, um, the pain. And that's why, like he said, like we, I feel like have a relatively good, outlook and like are kind of upbeat and are moving forward because of our hope in Jesus and seeing like, um, he, he has our back, even though we don't see it on the forefront and we're not guaranteed to know what his plan is. Mm -hmm. Like you can see his goodness, um, in the hindsight. Does that make sense? Like, you know, they always say hindsight's 2020. Well, yeah, like this is (laughs) like, it's you know, you're living through that and like, it's really hard to see. God be be like where he's moving and acting and and all those situations but mm-hmm. then like looking back you know like we you could obviously clearly see it as in anyone's life and their yeah. own stories but it's like you know obviously it was tough in the moment yeah. and and whatnot but it's like we're relying on tons of prayer on like us together oh, us yeah. individually but like people around us praying for us like yeah. I know that that helped a ton um in every situation yeah um and not you know, not just in losing a dad, mm-hmm. but like in all of it, like when Jill didn't have a job, when we're trying to make a decision where we're going to go and not even married yet. Yeah. Um, you know, house hunting or apartment hunting, like whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like literally just 
God has always shown up. Yeah. Never been on, on our timeline. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But like he's shown up and, you know, at the midnight hour, you yeah. know, like, holy <laughs> yeah. cow, like it's been literally like right at the last second. Yeah. Um, but it's like just all of that, you know, doing, you know, for, for us together to be able to get through it together, um, you know, devotions together, praying together. Yeah. Um, and just doing life together. Like I would say that coronavirus for us has been a blessing. Yeah. In, in a sense. Um and in the way to say like, hey, it's allowed us opportunity to be together in yeah. a really, really, really hard time. Yeah. Um, to be able to not be distracted, mm-hmm. um, but to be encouraged and uplifted, and like to be strong for one another. Um, you know, we've had our days. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. But it's like you know, God is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is good, and um, you know, we've gone through some fire, but mm-hmm. God's in it with us. Yeah. Um, and like that's where we find our hope. Um, to be able to stand here and tell you this story, um, our story, like we're we're okay, you know, like we're okay. And, you know, we kind of jump back and forth, like what's going to hit us next. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a joke, but like, we're actually serious. Yeah. We're a little, we're a little sensitive to it, you know, like not to be, uh, like looking for it, but it is a little traumatic in a sense to be like, okay, we've had one thing after another and then especially a death. I think really yeah. rocks you. So um, yeah, we do joke, but there there is some truth. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're keeping one eye open. Yeah. Right. Um, like it's, it's... But we know like yeah. whatever happens, like God has taken care of us. Oh, yeah. You know, even as to the point of, I, you know, Heath was saying like he's, he's never late. So, you know, we didn't have a place to live and looking for an apartment and mm-hmm. we're getting ready. We've come to the conclusion we're calling his parents to say we're moving in. Mm-hmm. And the next day an apartment opens up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think he's just really grown us to rely on him and, yeah, and to rely on each other. And it's kind of like, you know, like we're talking about like, oh, you know, as soon as we get stable or comfortable, like something else happens. Yeah. And it's almost to the point of like, God's like literally just like shaking us like, hey, hello, like rely on me. And that's, yeah. that's you know, I have to say we totally struggle in doing that, but it's like, God's like punching us inside the face to <laughs> yeah. be like, hey, like I am right here. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I would say that we could be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, in our you know relationships with him and especially together but it's like you you see it yeah looking back right <laughs> yeah you know so it's like we need to, like the thing for us i think is like looking forward to say like okay like i know god's gonna do it i know mm-hmm. god's gonna like provide and it's probably not gonna be how we thought or how we yeah. would plan like every plan we have ever made has fallen flat on its face yeah and um, i would say like again thank goodness Because, you know, like our plan would have been to to move to Georgia. Our plan would have been to buy a house. Our Mm -hmm. plan would have been, and, and, and that's his goodness. You know what I mean? Like that, that is his goodness in, um, you know, believing in the truth that his plan is perfect for us, even though it probably looks nothing like we would want, Mm -hmm. you know, and thank goodness he hasn't given us what we wanted because, Mm -hmm the heartbreak through this would have been so much more. Yeah. But we really want to hit home. Like that is our hope in Jesus is the only way we're, mm. we are joyful that we have hope that we have gotten through this. And like, yes, although we get nervous on what's going to come next, yeah. we do enjoy living our life, mm. you know, and yeah. like enjoying our time together. And, um, and like that's that. kind of, yeah, that's like come back to the hype, you know, like yeah. marriage, like, the hype is marriage and marriage has been awesome and I yeah. wouldn't change it for anything. And as much as the, the, you know, the heartache and the struggle and everything yeah. that we've gone through, like at the end of the day, like 
sure we can we we can spotlight those things, but mm-hmm. there are so many good days in there yeah. that like we we're not even talking about because like there's more of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like that's the hype is like we are married and to be able to go through that together versus alone, like oh, holy yeah. cow, you know, like praise God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um so to be like we're married and then sure stuff might hit hard, but yeah. like it was, you know, I'm glad I'm married. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least like, glad we're doing it together. together. Yeah. 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 Uh, two's better than one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like that's, yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's, that's, a, that's us. Yeah. That's our, our hope over hive story. I love that so much. Like that is so powerful to, I mean, this is the second time that I'm hearing it and I just love it <laughs> so, so much because when I hear y'all share that, I see so clearly the mighty hand of God, like in, ev- like you said, like in every single part of your story, it was for a purpose, like in every move and conversation and decision and uncertainty, like it was God bringing you to this place, like to be able to lean into him and to lean into each other. And I just keep thinking about like the verse of consider it pure joy, like when you face trials of many kinds and like y'all are doing that. And that is a lot of people don't do that. Like it is just amazing to me to sit hear across from you and see how much joy that you have after all that you have been through and like praise god for that because that is incredible and it challenges me and stirs me to choose hope because that uh, it's just so beautiful i just love it so much (laughs) and i think i love that you said choose hope because Mm -hmm. i do believe you have to choose hope yeah you know like we could easily choose something else, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. which would be very unfulfilling. Mm-hmm. But I truly believe like when you choose hope um, in Jesus, yeah. that you are filled yeah. um, with that. So what piece of advice would you give to people that are listening that could encourage them, challenge them just from your experience and from what we've talked about so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of alluded to it, Jill, when you said like choosing. And um, I think that's the one thing that we've done over our whole relationship in a sense is like yeah. literally just, obviously it's involved a lot of decisions. Yeah. And so we've had to make choices. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so like with that, it's, you know, through all of the ups and downs, goods and bads, like We've been intentional yeah. with one another, um, you know, and Jill could talk to you all day about communication because mm-hmm. um, she's the communicator, but that's right. You know, <laughs> like that, that's a huge piece yeah. um, is one communicating, but two is literally like choosing hope, Yeah, you know, choosing to wake up every day and start with God mm-hmm. um, and then knowing like, okay, well, we're, we're, we're married, <laughs> yeah. so therefore we have to choose each other. Yeah. And um, I think it's easy for anybody to you know like I see you every day like I wake up and I see you every day it's like you know you'll be here when I get home yeah. um but it's like we literally choose to be intentional mm-hmm. with, with each other and like that's kind of I think the challenge of that I would say to people is that like your spouse is you know your number one yeah um so like therefore like that's who you're doing life with at the end of the day like that's all you got yeah um them and and hopefully your relationship with Jesus and uh, it's like those are the two things that I would say like that's the most important thing to me mm-hmm. um and like I literally pray every day um is to like God show me how to love Jill better mm-hmm. um and I know I fail at that every day <laughs> um but like I I love her totally 
different today than when I first met her, but mm-hmm. it's like so much more today yeah. than when I first met her. And like, I know that's one because of all that we've gone through together, but that's mm-hmm. also because like God has just, you know, shown me new ways to love and deeper ways to love. And that's because he's, you know, showing me that because he's yeah. loving me in deeper and new ways. And like, yeah. I've been able to be better for her as that, you know, sp- spiritual leader in the house as the husband which I fell at every day um but it's just like that's that's like my challenge especially to like men you know um is to you know figure out how to be that spiritual leader and you're you're not going to do it good um but like to be intentional Mm -hmm. in in that yeah yeah no I would I would agree with that I think um I'm going to echo what Heath said with like the intentionality behind it and my intentionality is the same as like what Heath said, but I think I was coming from a place of communication. Mm-hmm. I like really care about communication. And, um, even back when we, I would, I would challenge people when you date, mm-hmm. have hard conversations. Yeah. Um, I feel like Keith and I had some very real hard conversations that were uncomfortable and were honest, but I think that set us up better going into marriage because yeah. just cause you get married doesn't mean those conversations disappear. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important in having those conversations when you are choosing the person to spend the rest of your life with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I learned most from Heath is he is very good about um, like putting me first. And I think because I'm naturally more extroverted and thrive off of people, yeah. um, it took me a minute mm-hmm. when we got married to realize like, oh, we don't need to have something every night. We don't have to like constantly be doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I really appreciate that in our marriage that he has, he's grounded and has said like, no, we, we come first. And, um, I, I think I knew that, but mm-hmm. knowing it and doing it are two very different things. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, he is my best friend. So mm-hmm. why would I want to put someone else before my best friend, mm-hmm. you know? And I think when we put each other for, well, when we put God first, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. like, all of that, but we put each other first in our marriage and our relationship. I think we love others better. Mm. Um, and I think we are more impactful to those around us because we are making a, making a priority to each other, um, to the, what is sacred of marriage of like this, this matters most. And then everything else. Um, I think for us has been like another reason why this year we have been able to handle things the way we've, handle them Mm -hmm. um so i think that's but communication is yeah jill needs that a lot yeah (laughs) i need to be better at that (laughs) (laughs) jill Jill, jill's good at it and like yeah i I can see like if it were up to me like we wouldn't communicate like when it's tough Mm -hmm. like appropriately how we do and i think because we communicate so much so we touch on everything yeah so therefore when it gets to those situations it's like it is a lot better um, yeah. for us one because like she's gonna force me to talk yeah um but like you 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 get it all out there and like then you understand mm-hmm. each other better but like you love each other like you're not out there to like you know crush each other like you're trying yeah. to help one another be the best for each other mm-hmm. um and so like Jill kind of said like when we do that you know and we are loving each other appropriately and we're you know focusing and choosing each other as you know our first and foremost priority like mm-hmm. we are then better for the people around us um yeah. you know because if we're not healthy in the house like it's probably not gonna be healthy outside of the house yeah oh yeah um and therefore like i mean when we pray 
together. It's like we're praying literally for God to guide us and direct us into every single thing that we're going to do, even though we don't know what that means with our relationships, with the conversations we come in touch with, um, because like we want to be able to glorify him. And obviously going through this life that we have lived together, it's like, it's the only thing that points to hope is literally through Jesus. And like, you know, we want to give God some glory through our struggle, you know, like joke around like, oh man, I felt like we were like living a Job story, but like, you know. Job glorified God through everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And so, like, that's what we want to do. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's so good. I feel honored to know y'all. And I am, like, kind of sad that we didn't know each other before, like, <laughs> this. But, but now I, we do. Yeah, now we do. So we have a long road ahead. Exactly. I, I'm so excited. But I feel very honored to know y'all and to sit here and hear your story. So thank you so much for sharing it. But thanks my, for having us. Yeah. 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 My last question, it's my favorite question to ask, what would your walk-up song be? Just 30 seconds of a song that gets you insanely hype. You gotta go first. Oh, (laughs) this is hard. It's really hard, and I even wrote a multiple options down here because I wasn't sure (laughs) what, which one I was gonna pick, but I think I have to go with Despacito by Justin Bieber. Good choice. And... Fun fact is we did a mashup for our first dance and that was the second song in the mashup. So I feel like it's it's gotta be my hype song yeah. because it was also our first one of our first dance songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um yeah, it's just it's a good one. Yeah. I love that. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um mine would have to be Migos Pipe It Up. Nice. It's mm. a good one. Dab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta add the dab gotta in there. The dab. Yeah. So yeah. Heath and Jill are so much fun and full of so much wisdom. When we sat down a couple weeks ago to talk through this, we literally talked for two and a half hours and they shared with me their story and they asked me questions about my life and I just felt so poured into in that time and I felt like when I left, I needed to go home and write down literally everything that they said because it was just so good. I'm thankful for them and their willingness to share their story. And I'm really thankful for the moments that we've had in this process. Even as we recorded this episode right before we sat around my table and ate waffles and talked through life and talked about how we had crossed paths during our time at Gardner-Webb. And it's just really sweet to see how the Lord has kind of brought us back and connected us together. But I encourage you to reach out to them, have a conversation with them, tell them how much that you enjoyed their story. They would love to talk with you. Keep sharing this with your friends. We will be back again next week with a new episode in our couple series. This has been so much fun so far, and I have learned so much, and I'm not even in this season of life, but it has been so cool to see the gospel lived out in this area. So let us know what you think. If you have any comments, questions, ideas, I would love to have a conversation with you about it. But in the meantime, share this with your friends, keep having conversations, and keep choosing hope, and we will see you next week.